Good morning, Collective Church. I trust that you are well and that you're strong and that you're staying warm this weekend. Uh, it's not ideal that we can't be meeting face to face this morning, but uh, it'll be a couple of weeks and then we'll be back to it. So stay strong and encouraged. Keep praying for each other, connected with each other. And can I ask you to keep praying for the community as a whole? The Father has been doing such incredible things in us over the last weeks and months. And just because we're not meeting together uh, face to face doesn't mean that momentum is going to stop. So this morning I wanted to continue on the, the theme of abiding that has just been a thread uh, during the course of this year. Uh, for those of you that know me well, I, um, I'm quite a visual person. I love pictures. I think in pictures. Uh, aesthetics are very important to me. And so I want to leave you with two pictures this morning. Uh, one of being saturated. I've got a bowl here um, just demonstrating how saturated we are with the Father, that we have been filled to overflowing with Him. Uh, and the other picture I want to leave you with is this, uh, this sunflower that's over my shoulder here. Lisa Crumpton gave it to us at our third birthday, the church's third birthday and the ordination. And she had a word with it, but it, was, it's, it had a lot of impact on me. And so I just want to share into these two things. So the title of my message this morning is Being Saturated in Prayer. Now, um, I just think this is such an incredible picture. If you look at a sponge, compared to a dry, um, a dry sponge that when you squeeze it, nothing comes out, uh, versus a sponge that is completely saturated. And friends, we have been saturated uh, because we have been baptized in Jesus. I just love that picture that as we get saved, we get baptized into Jesus. And what are we told to do post being baptized in Jesus is to be baptized in water. And um, that's the picture. It's like as we, as sons and daughters, as we get born again, we get baptized, we go into the water we come out of the water and we are completely saturated. We've been made pure and holy. That's the only reason why we can be seated with Jesus next to the Father at his right hand. Because we have been made pure and holy in him. And we have been filled completely with him. He was poured out so that we could be filled. Everything of Jesus was poured out at the cross so that we may be filled with him, with an overflowing measure. You know, it says in um, Colossians 2, verse 9 to 10, it says, For in him the whole fullness of deity dwells bodily. Other translations say in bodily form. And you have been filled in him, who is the head and rule of all authority. The scriptures tell us that we have been filled with him as we are saved, as we are baptized and as we think about your baptism, your water baptism, as you came out, you were completely saturated like the sponge, completely full of Jesus. And friends, why is that a big idea when we talk about, um, when we talk about being saturated in prayer? Because if you feel like you're a dry sponge, the idea, the concept of being, um, of praying continually, you know, 1 Thessalonians speaks about us. It says, pray continually, pray without ceasing. Now, that is a heavy burden um, when you feel like you are a dry sponge. 
when you feel like here you are on earth and you're praying and you're saying, Father, come down, come rain down on me and fill me, come and, um, come and saturate me because I'm so dry, I'm so human, I'm so weak. Uh, I need you to rain down and come and fill me. Now that sounds like a good prayer, uh, friends, but the problem is it's just the wrong prayer because you have been filled. You were baptized in him and his fullness fills you in, uh, fills you in every way. I think that's how the Passion Translation puts it. His fullness fills you, fills you in every way. And so we are not this dry sponge. We are full of the Father. And so that is a big deal because if we engage in this life and we, um, we read scriptures that say pray without ceasing, that can bring on a heavy burden. Um, I, think of, I think of Martin Luther. I've been reading this book. I mentioned it in my last preach about revival. Um, and uh, Martin Luther, um, before he comes to a knowledge of Jesus as his Savior, that Jesus has taken him, his sin away completely and filled him, this is what it says, Martin, Martin did. It says, he performed the lowliest of duties with proud humility, recited prayers, froze in unheated cubicles, uh, fasted and scourged himself, hoping to exercise demons from his body. If ever a monk got into heaven by monkery, I should have gotten there. This is him speaking. If it had lasted longer, I should have tortured myself to death, Luton recalled later. But he survived. He then, uh, some years later, he was picked to go to Rome on a mission, and it says, where he did every pilgrim devotion possible, even climbing the Santa Scala stone steps on his bare knees. So he, he earned so many indulgences, he almost wished his parents dead so that he could deliver them from purgatory, all without any peace of heart. Sorry, that, that last part, all without any peace of heart. So he was a man that was trying to earn his salvation. I mean, even um, going up the, the Santa Scala stone steps on his bare knees, you know, he was one of these guys who was trying to earn his salvation through his good works. Um, now, a guy like that, right, has got a huge amount of devotion. I'm not devoted like that. Uh, I think you'd probably say you're not devoted enough to go, you know, climbing upstairs on bare knees. Not that that does any good, even if you had to do that. But this was a devoted man. Um, and so to say pray without ceasing is a, uh, generally a tough burden for people to hear because it's, well, how do I do that? You know, even as I, I looked up that scripture, um, pray without, uh, without ceasing, what popped up on my browser was a how to pray without ceasing. <laughs> so... Um, 35 prayers that you can pray right now so that you pray without ceasing. Friends, that's the wrong thing. We've been speaking over the last weeks. It's not about the how, it's about the who. If you try and engage in prayer and the concept of being saturated by prayer, praying without ceasing, without a concept that you've been filled with him, um, it just becomes a how-to. We don't want to learn how to pray. We want to learn who we pray to. We want to know the person that we're praying to. And I'm just amazed as I think back about the disciples. You know, when Jesus was working, walking this earth with them, uh, they had a hard time 
at first imagining him or seeing him as God because he was so fleshly, he was so real. Um, he was a man in front of them. So to, con to conceptualize that he was God was such a, a difficult thing. On the other side, for us today, where he can be and appear to be a God that is somewhere out there, it's hard for believers to conceptualize or to see him as a real person. Uh, but prayer is relational. It's speaking with a person. It's not something we learn how to do. Uh, we grow in our connection with him as we spend time with him and as we have those, those wonderful connections. But it's not a how, it's a who. Um, I'm amazed at even after Jesus uh, is resurrected, the first time he starts, well, the many times, I think it was the third time he appears to his disciples. He appears at the shore and they're out at sea and uh, they come back. And what has he done? He's made a charcoal, the ESV says he made a charcoal fire with some fish on it and he invites them to breakfast and he makes them breakfast. He Post-resurrection is a very relational God. He is, he's personal and he's close. And friends, that's what I want to encourage you to, to see him as, as you consider this, um, this topic or this, this lifestyle of being saturated in prayer, that he wants to be with you, that he loves you, and um, that it's not a heavy to, to pray. It's not something you do in order to earn favor. It's something you do to fall more in love with this resurrected king that has given and poured himself out for you so that you could be completely full. And that wants to have a fish fry with you on the beach. He wants to talk with you through things, through, um, through your issues of today, through the, the things that you're struggling with, the, your delights, your, your meals. Friends, we get to invite him into every single part of our day. And um, I just wanted to encourage you this morning. As I said, it's a simple prayer. But if you're feeling like this dry sponge that's just got no life, that is always seeing your prayer life as you're alone, lonely loner, <laughs> Um, that, is, that is empty, that is dry, that needs the outpouring of, from heaven. Um, as I said, even though that seems like a good prayer, it's the wrong prayer because you're asking for something that you already have. Now, can we leak? Yes, we can leak. You know, we start off being completely baptized. As you come out of those waters of baptism, you are completely full with Jesus there is nothing more. But then what does Jesus say to his disciples? He says, go to, after his resurrection, now go and wait. We heard this at Pentecost. And wait for the gift of the Holy Spirit that will fill you. Um, so friends, there's another filling of being filled with the Holy Spirit. Is that something that we receive once and then uh, we don't need to be filled with the Holy Spirit again? Absolutely not. Even um, a few chapters later in Acts, we, we read of, of Peter and, and John and them being um, put on trial and persecuted and then told not to preach in this name. And what did they do? They go back and they meet with all the believers and they pray together and they say, Lord, give us courage and boldness and strength to keep on preaching this, this message. Because they were filled with the Spirit already, but they 
were waning. They, were, they, needed, they knew they needed strength. And then the Holy Spirit, it says the Holy Spirit shook that place and um, they were filled with the Spirit again and they continued to go out and, uh, and preach the news with boldness. And friends, that's why I'm encouraging us this morning, why I'm, I'm entitling uh, not just us being saturated, but being saturated in prayer. Because when we continually come back to the Father day in and day out, Praying to him, he keeps filling us. The spirit, a comforter, the counselor keeps filling us um, and giving us life and boldness and strength and courage to, to continue in this life. So that when we start getting it, like if we feel like we are a little bit empty, as we pray, he fills us again. That's why we're encouraged into this relationship of prayer um, where we can continually being, uh, be filled by him. Now, friends, this is not something that we need to do every now and again. It's not something about uh, like going into your, your prayer closet and having your quiet time and then we go about our day and then we come back. No, we've been speaking about this for weeks now, um, about bringing Jesus into every single part of our lives. That um, at work, wherever we are, we are filled with him continually. And so that's why if you see yourself as one that is overflowing with Jesus as opposed to a dry, um, empty sponge needing the favor of God to keep coming from outside. Um, it's a problem. It's not so much of an outside infilling as opposed to an inside outflowing. You know that scripture, rivers of living water will flow from your innermost being um, because you are filled with him. And so we get to uh, we get to be poured out. So, friends, we get to engage with him. We get to be in a relationship with Jesus throughout the day. And that's why it's an easy thing for us to be uh, continually in prayer. Um, you know what I'm amazed about that scripture? Even, you know, Jesus says that even before you pray, the Father knows what you're going to pray. Okay, so even when you are potentially feeling empty, it's illusion. You're not empty. You have been filled by him. But even when you feel like you've got nothing to say or when you are weary, possibly, what does that scripture say um, about us? The, it's almost like the Holy Spirit squeezes you. And when you've been baptized in, it says he, with, with groans and petitions from things from deep within us, um, our spirit cries out. So even when you're weary and the Holy Spirit comes and squeezes you, tongues come out, inner prayers come out, prayers from your inner man come out because you are filled with his spirit. So I just wanted to encourage you with that. That's such a wonderful picture is that, and, and let me read it for you. Um, I'll read it from the message because I feel like this puts it so well. Uh, it's in Romans, Romans 8 verse 26. It says, meanwhile, the moment we get tired in the waiting, God's spirit is right alongside us, helping along. If we don't know how or what to pray, it doesn't matter. He does our praying in and for us, making prayer out of our wordless sighs. That's what I'm saying. It feels like he squeezes us, we, we squeezes us, we sigh, and prayers come out. And our aching, and from our wordless sighs and our aching groans, he knows us far better than we know ourselves. 
knows our pregnant condition and keeps us present before God. That's why we can be so sure that every detail in our lives of love for God is worked into something good. Friends, the, the other picture I wanted to leave with us was the sunflower. And, you know, sunflowers are amazing um, plants. You know, at dawn, they lift their heads and they track the sun from sunrise to sunset. They just track the sun because they know that when their face is on the sun, they receive warmth, they receive strength. They grow, it gives them energy, it warms them up to attract bees to come and um, to, to attract bees to them so that they can um, be pollinated. They know instinctually that they need to follow the sun from morning to noon. And that's what the Father has for us. That's such a wonderful picture. So as you consider yourselves being saturated with Him, secondly, every morning when you see the sun rise, as I did this morning, uh, we would, I was taking the kids to school and because it's winter, the sun's just coming over the, the horizon and immediately that's a, a vivid visual picture for me to keep my face on the Father, to say, oh, Father, I wake up and I see your face and this whole day I'm going to continually keep my face fixed on you, receiving life, receiving energy, receiving strength. Friends, uh, a sunflower doesn't look at their quiet time in the morning with their face to the sun and then put their head down while they're working throughout the day and then in noon lift again, go down, come up again um, at, at you know, maybe sunset uh, to try and you know, get some last glimmers of, of warmth and heat from the sun. Sunflowers know it's an instinctual constant thing. And so I want you to consider those two pictures, the, the saturation and the constant following him when you think of the scripture being uh, pray without ceasing, being saturated in prayer. Because friends, it's an easy thing to pray, to know that you are just a breath away from the Father. You are, even when you're feeling empty, it's just a matter of turning your affection to Him, allowing Him to fill you and flood you with His life and His love. Because that's a, it's delightful and it gives us strength and energy throughout the day. So... That's my, my preach for the morning, um, very simple, uh, but very visual, and I, I pray that that will influence you as you go into this next days and, and weeks, especially when you're alone and that you're not being encouraged with each other in, in direct community uh, over this time. So friends, let that encourage you in your prayer. Um, I pray that the Holy Spirit, even now, if you are feeling like that dry sponge, that the Holy Spirit will come and fill you right now in, your, um, in your, your room or wherever you are with your families. Um, so Father, I pray that you would come and fill each and every single one of us with your Spirit again and again, Father, as we come to you, as we eat with you, as we, um, as we talk with you, as we have relationship with you, as we pray, as we talk and get to know you, that you continually fill us with your Spirit, Father. Friends, bless you. Have a beautiful Sunday, and we will see you soon.